0: And welcome back to the Bougie Balls Podcast. This is your host, Marissa Janay, Kingdom Ball Serial Entrepreneur, your favorite Christian lifestyle coach, certified life coach, aka the future wife coach and author. So happy that you were able to join the podcast for today. For those that are listening for the very first time, welcome welcome, welcome, welcome. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast, make sure that you share this podcast, and make sure that you go back and listen to prior episodes of the podcast that may bless you or or those podcasts that may stand out to you. And for those babes that have been rocking with me since day one, hello, my babes, sending out podcast hugs to you. Uh, So excited that you are here. So excited that you held on through 100 And one episode of of the Bougie Boss podcast. So I'm excited that you are here as well. So um, this is going to be a short podcast today. I think, (laughs) I mean, if Holy Spirit takes over, let Holy Spirit take over, but I believe that it might be just a short podcast that packs a powerful punch today. Um, So I'm just going to go ahead and jump right on into it. Uh, Today, I am going to be reading from the book of Matthew, my favorite book of the Bible. And I am reading from chapter six, and this is going to be from the... um, the new King James Version. But before I get into Matthew chapter six, and we have a little bit of a reading for today, but let me just tell you a story and how this actually came about and how I was led to even speak about Matthew and what I'm going to be speaking about today. But last night, well, really um, this morning, and this would be Sunday uh, November seventh, in which I'm recording this podcast because podcasts come out every Monday, and I always record a day before. So Sunday, about three a.m., uh, maybe three forty-five in the morning, I went to sleep actually listening to Clubhouse. And if you are on Clubhouse, make sure to follow me. I'm simply Marissa Janae on. Clubhouse. Make sure you follow me, um, and let me know that you followed me so I can follow you back. Because sometimes I don't look through my notifications um, to see who followed me, and I definitely want to follow you back so I can ping you into some of these awesome rooms that I'm in, especially right now surrounding cryptocurrency. So, okay, let me not get too far away from what I want to tell you. But about three forty-five. I woke up, and like I said, my phone was still tuned in to Clubhouse because it was on a cryptocurrency room and group that I'm a part of on Clubhouse, and they were still talking. Um, The rooms go for hours, and I said something just, of of course, it was Holy Spirit says to check your your bank account. So I have a couple of bank accounts, so if there was one in particular um, that I needed to check, but before I did that, I needed to send something on Cash App, so I... Attempted to send something on Cash App and it said that the transaction was declined. I'm like, hold on. I know I have some coins in my bank account. Um, let me check this bank account. In which I was already inclined to check the bank account. So I went to check the bank account. And I could not get into my bank account. Now, I was able to put in my username and password, but then it brought up. It says your password has been changed. Your username has been changed. Like they just, you know, was giving me these different things. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I'm sitting there. Of course, what would be the first thing that you would do? You would panic, right? And that was my first instinct to panic. I just grabbed my face. You know, like um, the guy, the little boy on Home Alone and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what he put on the aftershave and how he was like screaming with his hands to his face that's how I was I didn't scream but I was just like oh my gosh what is going on I've been hacked so I said breathe it was the first thing out of my mouth breathe come out of your account go and check your other accounts right um, because earlier in the day I attached a new bluetooth headphone to my phone and Bluetooth is kind of sort of like the devil. Keep your Bluetooth off if you're not using it because this is how hackers get into your your phone and personal information. So I'm like, oh my gosh, the the, the headphones hacked my phone. Like after I was running things through my mind, like how can my account be hacked? So I go, I check another bank account and my facial recognition wasn't working. I go and check another bank account (laughs) and it says that it could not connect to my phone. So again, blood pressure is up, heart pumping. I'm like, Oh my gosh, they did not get all of my bank accounts. They have wiped me clean. I cannot believe this is happening. I said out of my mouth again, breathe. So I just started to do some deep breaths. And I said, God, you protect me. I know that All of these finances was because of you and not of my own doing. I know that you will protect them. I know every bank account that I have has a covering from you. You handle it. I said it just like that. I said it just like that. Right. And I proceeded to go back to bed. How many of you (laughs) would have left it in God's hands and said, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to bed and I know it's going to be handled the next time I try to get into my accounts because that was the last thing out out of my mouth and in my mind. The next time I put my hands on my phone or hands on my iPad to look at my bank accounts, I'm going to be able to get into my accounts and nothing will be touched because it's all given to me by God and he protects what he gives. I went to sleep and when I say sleep, it was a sound sleep. So I woke up this morning and maybe about uh, 6, 6 6.55 this morning. I I slept in a little late um, because I was up late, right? Slept in a little late because I usually get up at four for those that know me, right? So that 3.45 was nothing for me to get up, right? So I got up around 6.45, grabbed my iPad, logged into the first account that was the potential hacked account logged into the account, boom, I'm in go to the next account where my facial recognition wasn't happening, still can get in. I didn't worry. I said, Okay, he just didn't get around to that one yet. Went to another financial account that I didn't check before. I couldn't get in. So I was like, Okay, he's gonna handle it. So I just started to pray about this podcast today. Like exactly what am I going to, you know, talk about God? What do you want me to talk about? Then after that, I just started watching YouTube and started watching things on business credit. Again, not worrying. So I went back maybe an hour or two later and checked all the accounts. Boom. I'm in. Do not worry. God has a plan. God is going to fix it. God can do all things. You need to get out the way and let him handle it. Let's go to Matthew 6, New King James Version. And I'm starting at verse 25. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? The birds. They don't worry because they already know that God the Father is going to feed them, going to give them a place to hunker down, right? Going to give them trees to have nests built, right? So they can build nests for their babies, right? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon and all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you? O you of little faith, therefore do not worry saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For after all these things, the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly father knows that you need all these things. He knows what you need. Like I said, he has a plan. He knows what you need before you even know what you need. He knows what you want before you know what you want. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Do not worry, sis, about tomorrow. Do not worry about the things that you cannot control. It throws you into frustration. It throws you into a tailspin. It throws you into double-mindedness. It throws you into ways that you cannot make concrete decision. It is not for you to worry. God has told us many a times throughout his word, do not worry. Cast your cares on him because he cares for you. Why are you worrying so much? Why are you worrying about these bills if you haven't even taken it to the father yet? Why are you worrying so much about a friendship that doesn't mean you any good? It's probably because God has taken this person from your life or the relationship from your life so he can put better in your life. Why are you worrying so hard about if you're going to get married or if a husband is coming? You're teetering on desperation. Let God handle it. Let God do what he does best. And that is take your cares from you provide for you protect you heal you he does what a loving parent is supposed to do let him do it take everything to God in prayer take everything to God in prayer pour it out in front of him pour your heart out good or bad even if you're mad at him pour it out your concerns go on his shoulder so you do not have to bear it so you do not have to walk through this life so heavy so downtrodden a lot of us create our situations because we do not let go because we worry so much some people use worry as a sport and wonder why things do not change in their life because they haven't released the worry because they haven't let go and let God If we want to get cliche, your worries will block blessings. Your worries will create doubt and fear. If I, this morning, (laughs) would have allowed the thoughts of my account tag, all my money's gone, XYZ to overtake me and I did not get sound sleep and just trust and have faith in the Lord, guess what would have happened when I went to check my accounts today? they would have been hacked. I believe that wholeheartedly. But because I trusted in God and let him be him, gave my cares and concern over to him, laid my head on my pillow and went to sleep as if nothing had just happened. I got out of the way and allowed him to take care of me. Because that's what he wants to do. He wants to take care of you. He wants those worries to be out of you so he can come in with that cape on and be your superhero. Give all your glory to God because he wants to take care of you. He wants to provide for you. He wants to give you lessons in life to make you stronger, not to make you weak. So do not worry about what's going on right now. Don't worry, do what you have control to do stop doing things that are out of your control because it's not going to do any good it's going to make it worse allow him with the power he got the power he has more power than we do we got power but he has the ultimate power let him swoop in and clear out what you're worrying about And truly think, should you even be worried about these things? Go back to Matthew 6, verse 25 to 34. If the birds don't worry, if the flowers don't worry, if they understand who their creator is and understand that every day they're going to get food and drink and understand that one day after living the life that they were put here to live, that one day they were going to die and return to the creator. Why can't you? Why can't you? Remember, we have authority over the animals. We had authority over naming the animals and the insects and, and X, Y, Z, right? So if they don't have a care in the world and if God always provides for them, why wouldn't he provide for you his greatest creation? The creation that he thought long and hard over forming and creating in his image, and his likeness why wouldn't he take care of you so think about the worry that you have in the situation that you have right now are you creating more damage without letting go and letting God or have you stepped back and just said God you handle it I know what you can do and I'm just gonna walk away and allow you to do it I'm a stock option trader right Many a days people spend hours in front of their computer watching the markets XYZ just to see, you know, what's going to happen within their trades. As of lately, what I have been doing, I've been using the skill that it takes to do stock option trading. But what I've been doing lately, I've, I've introduced God into stock option trading. I see a trade, I see a good entry, I get in. I say, God, you got it. I walk away. I don't even look at it. (laughs) I don't even look at these trades. And I come back to my phone maybe 15 minutes later and the trade is successful. The days that I spent worrying, looking at the trade on my phone, like, oh my gosh, is it going to go up? Is it going to go down? What am I going to do? Oh my gosh, I need it to go my way. Are the days that either I lose on that trade or the trade doesn't explode the way it needs to explode the way I need it to explode because of the worry. And I've said this before for my future wives out there that are wives in waiting. The more you worry, the more you, you wish quote-unquote the more you god please god please send me a husband the more of all that type of activity that you do the longer it's going to take you to be a wife of a husband because we're a wife before we're a wife right but a wife to a physical husband it's going to take you longer to get there it's going to take you longer to get there if you in your business, or you want to start a business, or in your job, you're like, I got to get to the next level. I got to get there. I got to get here. Oh, my gosh, it's going to affect your mental. And it's going to take you longer to get there because you're so worried and not letting God intervene in that situation. You'll ask him, God, I need you in this. But then you'll go and try to do his job. Like, wh- like where they do that at? Honestly, for real, like, where do they do that at? Let him do his job if you ask him to do his job. That's just like micromanaging. If your boss asks you to do a job, you're expecting that boss to let you do the job, not come over your shoulder or not come and do it for you. If they trusted you, mm, keyword, if they trusted you to do a job, you're like, let me do my job because you know you got the skills and the power to get this thing done let's go back to trust so that's a lack of trust when you go to God and say God can you do these things then you turn around and try to do the job that you just asked him to do disrespectful imagine how you feel if someone told you to do something and you think that they trust you to do the job but then they come right after they tell you to do this job and do it for you and then try to take the credit for it Mm -hmm. try to take the credit for it too How disrespected do you feel? How low do you feel? Think about that with your request to the Lord. Think about that. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Now I understand that even more. Hey, I just got an aha moment. How can you trust and have faith and then go and try to do the job that you just asked your father to do? It's straight up disrespectful. And that's why it takes you so long because he's like, okay. I'm going to let you do it. I'm going to let you fall flat on your face. When we could have taken the shorter road, you could have sat down somewhere and allowed me to do what I do. And you would be in the place that you need to be. Stop worrying. Stop getting in the way. Trust him. Have faith. You're not going to see it. You're not going to see it at first. You know, you're not allow him to do it and sometimes he does it in phases sometimes there's a little piece to the puzzle sometimes he invites you into the process of what he's doing he'll leave the breadcrumbs and you'll notice that if you're in tune with him get right with him get in relationship with him get in tuned with him after a while you'll stop saying oh my gosh it's just so hard to just you know really trust and let go You'll say no. I trust wholeheartedly, and because I've seen it, <laughs> I've seen it unfold. I see him do him. I see him work things that I could have never worked out. You have to allow him to come in. Do not worry. Stop worrying, sis. It's going to work out. Stop worrying. Get up. Do your life. Do everything that's in your control. Your bad days can become good days. Your good days can become even better days if you just allow God to take control, control and worry go hand in hand. If you have this disease called control over control and want your hand and everything you have to be in control of everything, and then the worry comes in. That's a conversation that you need to have with God on how you two can work together to fix that thing. And I tell you, that your life will be even better because I was definitely a control freak. I talk about things that, you know, again, just like the story this morning, these are things that happen. So I, I bring them to you on the podcast just so you can see how God works. I was that control freak. I have no problem telling you that. Why? Because I work with God to get rid of that disease. I was a worrier. I worry no longer. Now for people that are around me that worry me, they give me anxiety like I cannot be around them because I'm like, why are you worrying so much? Like I can't, like you really need to go talk to God. Like this is not healthy at all. And it just gives me anxiety that I cannot be around them. I don't even want to talk to these people who worry so much or who are so negative. It does something to my spirit. I just can't do it. So do not worry. That is the message that I wanted to bring forth to you. I pray that someone out there felt that in their spirit and now will work on worrying, work on the control things, push back from those things that they're worrying so much about so that you will not feel so bogged down and be free. This life on earth is not to feel heavy. We should be light, even in the lessons that God gives us. If we if we just heed the lessons, it wouldn't be as hard, right? I hate the word struggle and I hate the word hard. Okay? If you come through my boot camp, you know we are not to say those two words. <laughs> so I do pray that you did get value from this podcast from today. Speaking of the boot camp, the future wife 90-day boot camp applications are now open. Click the link in the show notes to go ahead to apply. I have been talking to some beautiful spirited women so far um, about the boot camp and about their applications, great conversations. I'm looking forward to speaking to you. Yes, you, you who are listening today to this podcast, it is not by chance that you come to this podcast today. It is not by chance that you have stayed to the end to listen to what I have to say about this boot camp. In your spirit right now, if you're saying, I need to go ahead and apply, I need to apply. That's probably Holy Spirit telling you to apply. Go and apply. Do not be disobedient. That's disrespectful. And that's why a lot of you are not getting ahead because you feel and hear God, hear what he's saying to you, but then you go and do something in in the opposite direction. You disobey everything that he just downloaded to you. And then wonder why you're having such a hard time or not getting the results that you're supposed to get because you're not obedient. When God tells me something to do, I do it lickety split, no matter how crazy it is, no matter how hard I think it is, no matter how ridiculous I think it is, I still do it because there's going to be a good outcome, period, because I heard him and I'm obeying him. And the same thing with this, if you're hearing a voice that says, you need to go ahead and apply, click the link and apply, click the link and apply. There's something that maybe I have to say to you, you know, within our consultation that may come from the Lord, I don't know, or more information that you need to hear. I don't know. But apply. Let's talk some of you are putting this thing off because you don't know if there is a investment fee whatsoever. So what that shouldn't even matter? Because guess what God supplies what he brings to the table, he supplies for. So stop worrying about that. If he wants you to sew, he's going to give you what you need to sew. <laughs> okay? If he wants you in this program, he's going to give you what you need to be in this program. Your first step is just being obedient. Your first step is just applying it. And that's what you are hearing. And if that's what your spirit is telling you to do. Now, if, if you are not getting a nudge to apply to be in this program, it might just not be your time yet. Maybe next year. But if it's your time, be obedient. Fill out the application. Let's talk. There's three phases of the boot camp over the 90 days. First month in tune with the Lord. Building that relationship with God, Mom, too. Building your relationship with yourself, understanding who God made in you, understanding your functions as a woman, shaking up your life to make it look different, doing things that probably that you never did before, becoming more organized, becoming more of a Kingdom woman, becoming that wife before you are a wife month three we focus on the man the husband what is his functions what makes him a man what is a man how do we talk to men how do we go about the courting phase that's all in month three so make sure that you go ahead and apply Also, if you have not yet picked up your 90 Day Blueprint Prayer Journal for Future Wives and Wives and Proverbs 31 Journal, make sure that you click the links in the show notes to also get my new publication, the Proverbs 31 Journal. Um, Also, I also have my third publication on Amazon that I did not speak about earlier, but it's a, a daily, weekly, monthly planner called My Life Design. Ladies, you need a planner. Okay, though, I have my phone, I still, you know, like to write down things in my planner, you never know when your phone is going to go out, right? So it's always good to get things down on paper. And throughout the boot camps, I always have that now this is a little spoiler alert, but I always have my, my mentees do a weekly schedule, or daily schedule, or even monthly schedule, right? To map out some things to get their lives organized. So usually, you know, I would have them do a Google Calendar or something like that. Now they can use the planner, To do that and even look back on their life once the the boot camp is over just to see where they were and where they come to with their organization and their lives and things like that. There's other things inside like habit trackers and things like that inside of this uh, planner. Get the planner now before the new year starts. Get yourself organized. Get things written down. Make them play so God can bless them in your journals and in your planners. Okay, my loves, until the next podcast, bye-bye.